a Radio 191 FM podcast. Now, earlier in the week, our Monday Drive aficionado Paul Wiley caught up with Vale. He is a MC uh, based in Christchurch, and he's releasing a new track this week. It is called Prodigy, and here is the pre-record. So please enjoy that. We'll be back with you very shortly. It is quarter past five. I'm good. I'm good. It's um, weather's good. Uh, we took my daughter to Willowbank. It was fun, and um, yeah, no, good, bro. I can't complain. Oh, nice. I am happy to hear about that. But of course, starting off, who is Valet? Give us a bit of background for the people who might not know you. Yo, yeah, I was born in um, I was born in Papua New Guinea, and um, I'll just run through it. Um, and I moved to NZ. Uh, before I was two years old to get some treatment because I, I was ill with malaria and then um, we decided to stay. That was the best option for us and I went to school in Wellington and as soon as high school was finished, I graduated, I moved back down to Christchurch uh, and then I, and I started pursuing music seriously um, with, with Real Intent probably two years after I moved back um, down to Christchurch. Ballet dropped his debut um, release 2018 yeah, because um, you've just released the latest single, Prodigy. Well, yeah, your latest mm-hmm. single. This is separate, um, of course, because you've also dropped an album this year, Care For Me. I just want to know the yeah. development yeah. of Prodigy, like post this album, starting this next phase off for you, as well as the development of its song itself. These, um, these are great questions. They're always hard to uh, answer because I feel like um, you're always... Uh, you're always like a step or two ahead mm. of a release because if you want to like market the, the product well, you you give like lead time before you release it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So at development, it just naturally like um, Care For Me, um, which I officially titled a mixtape. I decided to title a mixtape. I didn't want to uh, give it the aura of uh, an album yet. Um, I didn't feel like I was ready to like bite that size of a cookie off um that'll come later for sure um uh and so yeah i was that was like honest reflective music um uh, in the time and space that i was when i wrote it which would have been about a year before i released it which kind of goes back to what i was saying before about like you being behind and ahead like publicly what people were getting is like "Ah, okay this is coming now but then you know, as an artist, like I wrote that and, and polished that maybe a year ago or six months ago, and you're only getting it now, and then you're already writing the next, you know? So, yeah, from memory, Prodigy would have been done not, you know, too long after um, after those, that body of work. Um, and it was, it was really just a, a, a confidence anthem off the back of uh, one of the releases from that from that project that we're stoked about, we're celebrating, mm-hmm. and um, that kind of just translated into the into music, and it was done really quickly. My quickest song I've ever uh, made is Prodigy to date, quickest ever. Yeah. So how long did it take you to make it roughly? Honestly, like possibly under half an hour. The few, the features, the the collaborators mm-hmm. on the project. That came later and that was like yeah. a, an afterthought where I was like, these guys would be really great and I felt like they would do the song justice and they would uh, take it to a new level in their own rights. Um, but uh, like our part in the studio was done um, and those are the original takes. Like, So my vocals, first and third verse, 
their their like the their one take and that's them yeah it's, it's just been nailing the coffin pretty much just yeah and and i you know like you can sometimes you, you like like um i was really happy with the delivery so I, I felt like i didn't have as much of an issue with this but even if i did i think if i slipped on a line or something or timing was slightly off i would try i would have fought with myself to convince myself to leave it because i think there's something precious about that moment you know like mm -hmm. if i tried to recreate how i felt that night and deliver it again like even the next day when i woke up and and you've sobered from those thoughts, if that makes sense. I feel like there's something powerful when you capture it then and there. And then allow, and then furthermore, allow listeners to be like, you're literally listening to me right in the space I was when I felt that way, um, which I felt was cool. Yeah, definitely. And then how did you end up meeting John Gibbs? For sure. Um, I followed, followed his work for a while. I can't remember how, you know, like, just via the internet some, internet some way um, and I was like man this guy's amazing uh, and I didn't know I wasn't confident that he would enjoy the track or like you know because he's a far bigger artist than I am and I was like somehow my manager knew someone in his camp and then um, I just asked I said what are the odds like do you reckon you could make this happen and he reached out and dealt with the communications and he liked the track and um, I didn't even have to brief him like I didn't even have to give any context like he knew straight away this is why I'm going to go with this like it was so e easy and like seamless yeah it just worked perfectly for the two of you just it worked man it felt it fell together for sure it fell together yeah and then one of the things I want to know especially with you having a heritage here in New Zealand and then your home heritage in Papua New Guinea how's it mm. been charting in both countries and like being love simultaneously between the two of them even though like there's such this huge distance now and there's not a huge uh, overlap between the, the two mm, you know what man like I've done a lot of inf interviews like and <laughs> and just a few recently as well and that's probably one of the most interesting questions that that um that someone's asked so I don't mm -hmm. I haven't I'm not even prepped for that I'm just thinking about it uh it's beautiful bro like I wanted always I wanted always to be appreciated like back home and I didn't know how that that would happen like I didn't know how um like because living in New Zealand for so long it makes sense that I would develop an audience here and that felt easier and more achievable um but like you like you say the distance and um yeah I, I think like TripAdvisor definitely did that like that was a song where I tried to, and this is the thing that I keep hearing back literally from thousands of, of Papua New Guineans, they said, you showed home like it really is. And that's what I wanted to do. A lot of people, when they're, when they're doing something creative in PNG, I've noticed that they've tried to dress it up, maybe perhaps because they feel like that, what, that is what the market is asking them to do. And that's perhaps what the creators um, have have previously felt like they need to do but I was like man I don't I like I dis disagree like I just think you can give PNG to people in the, the realest rawest way and that's the way that it like cuts through all the noise because it is so different and there's no other place like it um, and I think really capturing the essence of that what I just said in TripAdvisor and then furthermore in the in the video um, I felt like just was like man it, it hit through man like it it really it, it did wonders for me in terms of connecting with my 
my my people um and maybe it was because i was just ballsy and i wasn't like the place like another thing is what well, is like no one especially if you're not from png will find it hard to understand like where my family stays is like the worst like it's not even a proper suburb like, like it's a settlement like yeah. people have jokes like they're running jokes like if you're like this thing and this is this is this sounds bad but i just could give it to you how it is like like people have the place is called morata and m-o-r-a-t-a and there's like running jokes being like your girl so like for example your girl so ugly her face looks like morata like mm. it's a bad place like there's inconsistent water supply one to two hours a day if you're lucky power's always like cutting out most houses don't have it like it's it's really bad and i was like i'm just gonna not dress that up and i'm just gonna show it um and allow people to see it for what it is because i think there's there's a beauty that's not like pretentious about it that's like that can't be taught or like or dressed up i just wanted to show it raw how it is um but yeah sorry bro i i i I know i I went on a bit of tangent there um no we it's it's the greatest explanation because of course like a lot of people don't know about these kind of areas because like of course Papua New Guinea isn't really in the mainstream in no news and stuff so and nothing bro at all yeah 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 you did right you did right yeah so it's good especially hearing it from someone like you who has lived there even though like you may have also grew up there while you're very little but having those Mm. like relatable for us I just want to know, of course, this year is coming to an end pretty shortly. It's roughly two weeks now. I just want to know, what are some of your goals for 2021, especially after the year that we've had with the lockdown and everything Yo. like that? What are you looking forward to? Tour, tour back, back home and PNG first. Hell yes. Um, hell yes. Hell yes. Um, I'm really excited about that. That was another thing. Like this, the song made Tripadvisor made that a possibility, and like it would just be like because I haven't toured in NZ. Like I've done like small live shows, mm. um, but like to go back home to where I was like where you know where I was born, to, and be able to say like that's why I, I gave my first sort of like big glamorous extended um, live experience of my music. Um, to be able to say that that was the place where I did it first like for me would be the like yeah that's a dream like that's an awesome thing that I'd be satisfied to have done in 2021 you know say we're sitting here having this conversation on the eve of you know 2022 and I could say that I've done that like that would be dope well I hope you achieve that for you because I think it's going to be more likely now especially after the year we've had so yeah pleasure for that thank you thank you no problem well it's been a pleasure meeting you and good luck. thank you so much yeah have a good day tell a nigga what i do with my eyes closed i'ma get fat boy stole pies yo we can pull up to the crib we can drive slow do a dance in my pants like cargo get your hand on my jaw this is my love Oops, I mean my dough. Don't take it off, we can pull him to the side, though. You're looking funny with a smile like a wide Wanna know why, girl? Cause it's mine, though. Oh, yeah, I did it again. Sip a toxic on a plane with a friend. Don't tell him Jeremiah, like playing with a plan. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.